All right, so here we go then. Live. Good evening, everyone. Welcome to Holy Crap, the Vlogcast. Vlogcast comes from a skeptical point of view to answer some of the questions of why. This vlogcast started as a combination of spite and the Streisand effect because Joey Dallin and I were talkers. You know, we're not close talkers, but we're talkers. Part of this is to follow through with the old adage sometimes the journey is more important than the destination. I'm your main host. I'm known as Shujin Dribble, pretty much everywhere you can find me under that name. S-H-U-J-I-N. Yes, I've still got my Santa Pap Santa Pimp hat. Santa Pap hat. Oh. <laughs> you made a new tongue twister. And, 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 since I went ahead and I did that, I want you to go ahead and know, this week it's uh, 12 Gates Coffee Porter. I have not yet opened it, so I do not have any alcohol in me. This is me just being, um... Uh, I, I don't know. It's, it's, yeah, it's been one of those. So let me go ahead and introduce you to the voices in your head now. Midwest of the U.S., Bridget, good evening, or cold evening at the very least. Uh, good, good cold evening. It looks like we may actually have a mm, slight chance of getting snow on the uh, morning of the 24th. Cool. We've never had a white Christmas before. <laughs> oh, well, there you go. And uh, just off to the uh, just off to the coast, Unrenowned Tech. Good evening. No, it's not. It's morning. Morning. We haven't morning. been to sleep yet, so as far as I'm concerned, <laughs> that's the way it works. I, I have concentrated cold brew that I've only half diluted. Oh well, there you go. So yeah, so uh, well, I am yeah. Coffee Porter. I don't remember if I've tried this one before. I think I have. So, I mean, we'll get to see how this uh, how this one plays out. So, right off the bat. Oh, yeah. This is going to be one of those nights where it's... Yeah, what does it smell like, Shoe? Beer. There is it like no beer. coffee. Like beer. It's, it, it sounded like beer when I opened it, didn't it? Yeah, it did. It yeah, did. Yeah, it did. So... I, on the brights, oh, well, there we go. At least we've got something that is a very dark, chocolate-looking kind of... Oh, I can see right through this one. Yeah, no, no, not at all. Uh, just to the top, just to the top, just to the top. No more, no more, no more. Good. That, that's actually got a, kind of a nice head, like uh, a Guinness almost. Yeah. Or it's got that thick foam. It's not that thick. It's it, There's a lot of it, but it's not that thick. Yeah, well, it, well, it's, um, it's, it smells like beer. Ah, tastes like, um, air bubbles. So, yep, yeah, we'll get that. Yep, tastes like beer. That sucks. You know, Sometimes you're disappointed. Sometimes the marketing. Um, have you? Okay. A shout out to the Lockheed Picking Lawyer channel. I love watching that guy's YouTube videos because of the way he presents material. He likes edu to educate people and he talks about things in a, in a very nice way. Um, he is. He's like a nice guy. 
Yeah, uh, and um, he's he, tone of voice and the way his demeanor is, uh, the way he presents himself. Seems like the kind of guy you could sit down and have a conversation about something that you both disagree with each other on, and still come away going, "Wow, that was a good conversation." Yeah. So. He talks, you know, I've watched several of his videos and he talks about packaging and marketing and things that they do and what disappoints him, what upsets him and things like that. And it's not just locks. We see that in our food advertisements. I mean, I worked in food service for, oh God, I too many years. And I know all the marketing tricks. I know all how the signs are made. I know all that fun stuff because sure. they taught me, you know, they literally taught me that stuff. Mm-hmm. I took business courses in college and all sorts of stuff. So it's everywhere. It's all around us. And every time I see something that says, this is brand new, it's the best coffee you're ever going to have. And it's like, I've got a kind of a high bar here, buddy. I'm willing to give you a shot, but I'm willing, I'm, I'm, I'm optimistically skeptical. Yeah. In this case, I'm, um, you know, I usually go into these things thinking, oh, you know what? It's probably just going to be beer. And there are times where I'm pleasantly surprised. Mm-hmm. This would not be one of those nights. Huh. There used to be a uh, Irish restaurant and bar near me. Uh, went out of business a long, long time ago. Um and they made some amazing Irish dishes and such, hmm. uh, even though the, chef, the, the the whoever was in the kitchen was not Irish at all. Just a very good chef or cook or whatever they were. They were the ones who introduced me to the Guinness beer milkshake. When they got done with it, I didn't know I was drinking Guinness. Uh, well, let me rephrase that. I knew it had it had the Guinness flavor. It didn't have the kick initially of a beer. Okay. Huh. So it didn't, it smelled like a milkshake is expected to smell, you know, that sugary, that vanilla, it had the aroma of the Guinness. Like the, uh, uh, like the stuff that I had last week. Yeah, exactly. And where it hit you later on. Yeah. A little bit. Not much. I mean, it it was a low percentage, but. I got to double check which one that was, because that's actually something I think I might want to like get. Surprisingly enough. Wow. Two beers that I can say, yeah, um, I like. Wow. Huh. That's, um, well, no, that it wasn't beer last week. It was a malt beverage. I think is how they labeled it. So I guess technically beer, but not quite. It's kind of like finding out that uh, an egg float doesn't actually have egg in it. Yeah, exactly. I, I, until a couple of years ago, I, I did not know that. I'd heard of the term, but I'd never had it explained to me. And, you know, my parents were from Brooklyn. So, you know, I, I, I didn't know. I just thought it was one of those. Yeah. I, I remembered watching Rocky, you know, back in the day and thinking, okay, that's, that's what they want to have. Yeah. Don't, don't do that to me ever. Okay. Fine. When you say egg float, you mean like an egg cream, right? Uh, whatever it was they called it, where it was because um, I because I grew up up in New York and uh, much like you, I remember hearing uh, you know adults always talking about uh, places that they used to go in their youth for the perfect egg cream, and the egg cream was nothing more than chocolate syrup, whole milk, or half and soda. half, and then seltzer water. Yeah, yeah, yeah or club soda. Yeah, yeah, yeah they called they they called it uh, uh, an egg cream. 
egg cream egg soda uh I, I, yeah. egg float i forget what it was that they called it but you know. it's more than likely like you know you have so many different names for the same thing yeah yeah nothing wrong with that no not at all yep but it, it, that surprised me when i had, when my mother had taught me the recipe and i was like why do they say egg if there's no egg in there and she goes yeah i don't know i don't know <laughs> I don't know, man. <laughs> it was the honest answer. I don't know. It was an honest answer. But, know. You know, and the only still. the only reason why I figured it out is because it came up in one of the Jack Benny shows, and they were explaining about it, and I'm just like, "Well, holy shit!" I had no idea. So, cool. Anyway, so as a as a real quick check in, uh, obviously, you know, we're here. Uh, Dallin is still, you know. Taking time off, fine. Uh, have not heard from Joseph, so I'm hoping things are well for him. With the way that everything has been going on and a little on the crazy side, you know, he did kind of warn us that there, there are going to be some weeks. Yeah, a little bit too busy, a little bit too tired, and this time of the year especially, I don't blame him. It's perfectly fine. Uh, I'm still kind of waiting to figure out what's going on with Joey. So, so good. Uh, and beyond that, uh, things are okay. Oh, we have a visitor. Um, speak of the devil with s- horns. Here he be. Speak of the devil, Joseph. Good morning. Good morning. Sound check. Uh, we you're, can hear you. you we you're can a little lower, you? but yeah, you're, you're low. Good. And there's there. no buzz. Okay. Yeah, I changed my headphones. Nice. Talk about How are you all doing. For the most part, we're okay. Uh, as a matter of fact, I was uh, almost ready to launch into the uh, uh, into the opening for this week. And I was just saying that I didn't know if you were going to be here because, you know, with the way that things go this time of the year, I wasn't be surprised if, you know, you're just tired. Well, yeah, the last two weeks were pretty hard. Because, no worries. Uh, I'm practically alone at work, and the end of the year is always, uh, well, you know how it is. Yeah. Yeah, fair enough. And it's good to hear from you, man. But from Monday, there's going to be practically nobody coming into work. So things should be cool. Is it due to holiday or due to COVID or both? Uh, COVID holiday? <laughs> yeah, that works. Yeah. God. <laughs> little, little column, little column A, a little bit of column B. So, fair enough. As a matter of fact, I was just going to ask, you know, how everybody was, because, you know, real quick check-in, because I have I have not been checking on Discord to find out if anybody needed a, a COVID check-in on Thursdays, and I'm sorry for that. But um, as far as mental health check-in, we're all, I'm hoping we're all good for the time being. Don't uh, all answer at once. I'm sorry. I was conducting business on Showtime. I apologize. <laughs> Friend reached out, wanted to make sure everything was covered. So, fair enough. <laughs> fair enough. Uh, what well, with the? By the way, fun fact: Did you know you could buy Bitcoin and other uh, types of cryptocurrencies, Ethereum, Bitcoin Cash, and Litecoin on PayPal? I, no. I bought a dollar's worth of Bitcoin yesterday. Just because I wanted to have a dollar, it's now worth a dollar and two pennies. If I sell it, I, I've made two cents. <laughs> Which accounts for the two cents I gave away in the last show. I bought $100 worth of Bitcoin 
uh, oh, six years ago, and it's doubled. Yeah. Just remember to claim that on your taxes, I guess. That's that's about the only thing. Anyway, um, I did want to uh, let you guys know that – and this is this is – for the host and, and for all of you guys out there. Oh, by the way, over in the live chat, yes. Uh, Stephanie, Felis, hi, guys. Sorry. Thank you. Uh, I did want to let you know that, you know, please remember with the way that everything is going this year, scaling back holiday shopping to a massive degree is not unexpected. And don't feel like you got to feed the corporate beast. You know, you, you don't have to. So just I actually did I did something there was a year where I had very little funds. Um all my bills were being paid, but I had very little funds for just about anything I wanted to do. Now as a gamer, that's not really much of a problem. I have a lot of games, I have a Steam library, I have you know books, I love to read, so all in all, not too much of an issue there. Um but a holiday came by and Want to get some stuff for some people, and and what I did was is I kept it down to a concept. What do they need? What do they want? And see if I can fit a need, and maybe get something close to the want later on for a birthday or something like that. You know, maybe uh, maybe they need. Um, some clothes. Maybe they need some books. Maybe they need some school supplies. Socks are good. <laughs> so, no, Actually, no, big no, fluffy it, socks are good. You're you're not wrong. Um, I have a friend who I used to play uh, uh card games with uh, before the uh, COVID hit. She works in uh, basically the equivalent of social services, okay. and one of the things that she was mentioning is that one of the problems that they have for people who are in need of services, whether in regards to clothes are things like brand new socks, brand new underwear, things that haven't been used. Sure. People can donate coats and pants and shirts all day long, but for uh, women, bras and panties, men, underwear and socks and uh, women, socks and leggings and all that, you know, you don't want to give used versions of those to people. So um, uh, one of the things that she tells uh, people who ask her if she wants something, she goes, yeah, I want you to go to Walmart or I want you to go to Target, buy big bunches of different sizes of socks and underwear, men's and ladies and such and so on and so forth. And then take, without the receipt, just put, you know, get shred the receipt so people can't get your credit card info and things like that and throw them in the donation bin. In the clothes bins. So that people who need them can get them. And if you don't feel like dumping them in the bin, here's the office that you can bring it to, and it will definitely get to those people. And I thought that was absolutely fantastic. So, you know, if nobody in your circle really needs anything this year, there are still plenty of homeless people, plenty of people who are down on their luck that need, like you said, a good pair of socks. Yeah, there's that. Now, uh, it's funny you say that because now this 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 makes me feel like an absolute a tool. Uh, I wasn't trying to make you feel no, like one. No, no. I I scored for myself because you guys remember that I've got uh, I've got a server in my basement that I've been steadily you know working with, known as hexadecimal because oh my god. Well, 
Uh, thanks to Sam Mulvey, because I got some inspiration and some information from him, I have acquired two Western Digital 14 terabyte hard drives. Nice. Two of them. Make sure you replace them in about three to five years. <laughs> well, we, we, we shall see how that By then we out. should be up to 40 terabytes. Yeah. Well, the point of it is I got two of them, but they were part of the easy store external drives, you know, with the, with the plastic cases and everything. And I did what's called shuck the drives the same way that you would shuck corn. I took the casing off. I took the drives out and now I got to play with one of them because uh, there's a, there's a trick that Western digital did to try to make sure that if you plug it into a regular computer, there's a good chance that you're going to put 3.3 volts onto one of the leads and that puts it into a constant diagnostic. So it doesn't want to turn on. Yeah. Oops. Yeah. Yeah. You know what? It's, it's an easy fix. You know what the easy fix is? A very thin strip of tape. Just keep the, because just, plastic works great to isolate current. Exactly. So, well, what's really cool is, I mean, you're talking about 14 terabyte uh, hard drives and we're seeing, um, uh, you know, multi-terabyte multi flash chips. Yeah. And believe it or not, in, in the server world, um, Fujifilm, um, I read it was about midsummer. Fujifilm had made some kind of announcement that made it into the tech forums about coming across a way of doing something with the magnetism and all that fun stuff so that the tape drives, an individual tape, could store about 400 plus terabytes. Yeah. And I'm going... Amazing. Tape's great until it breaks. It's true. Yep. It's true. That's why you that's why you run the whole thing through a Xerox machine, make sure you got copies of everything. So how about we go ahead and get rolling? Because I mean we I think we've socialized well enough. Yeah. Those of you that made it to the end of this part, you know, thank you very much. Very kind of you. So let me get things started and uh, we'll come back with the horrible scopes momentarily. So with five minutes on the clock for you. Your five-minute freestyle starts right now. This week, conspiracies. We've talked about them before. We've talked about them ad nauseum. We've talked about them with somebody who is a lawyer, who, you know, knows a little something about these things, which is really great. I'm looking to get, um, I'm looking to get, uh, get him back on the show because I want to talk about stuff in, in the law area with him, but be that as it may. The problem with conspiracies that we've seen over the last few months, specifically, is that they just compound one on top of the other over and over again for no good reason. Because they can, is basically what it boils down to. And that's annoying, to put it mildly. I don't like it. I don't like it, and I really wish that I could understand why it happens. Now, Joseph will tell us, and he often does, you know, it's all about imitation. You you follow along with whoever it is that's telling you what you want to know and is give, answering all the questions, make life easier for you, whether it's right or wrong, but it makes it easier for you. You're just going to go ahead and follow along with it, and I've got no argument with that. We've got people who 
want to believe whatever conspiracy because it's going to make them feel like they're able to blame a boogeyman instead of themselves or just dumb luck circumstances. Conspiracies are a problem for me because with just a modicum amount of investigation, these things just fall apart. They just stop. They really don't have anything to them after you get down one level deep. Just the absolute absurdity of some of this stuff absolutely astounds me. The fact that people will listen to these things and say, you know what, that's that's exactly what it is. But it's not. We know that, and I don't think that we are necessarily the educated elite. I don't think that we're the type of people who are, you know, super exposed to educational things. We're not philosophy majors. We most assuredly did not study Nietzsche or disassemble Wagnerian opera, which, by the way, don't, don't do that. It, it, it's, it's, it's bad. But what is it? What is it about conspiracies that is so pernicious in our society currently? I would really like to know. The problem of it is trying to figure out why is it there is one thing. How to get rid of it? That's such an incredibly tangled question. Because there's no good answer. I had a discussion back and forth with somebody on Twitter about trying to suss some of this stuff out, how to, how to get people out of that. And they, they were of the opinion that for one thing, we need a left wing media platform. The same way that we've got the right wing media. We need a left wing media. And I, I very much against that. I'm very much against that. Because for me, the right-wing media has used fear, uncertainty, doubt, have-truths, deception, in order to get people to do something. And I find that absolutely reprehensible in the idea of what news reporting should be. And I called him out on that. And I said, look, you know, if that's the kind of same kind of thing they're going to do, if they're going to be duplicitous, what's, what's the difference then? We need an informed public. We need a better learned public. But we've already got that left-wing media that should be helping us. AP, Reuters, BBC, hell, Al Jazeera. What we need to get rid of all these conspiracy theories is for people to learn how to actually pick up the rock, turn it over, and just let the sunshine scatter all the bugs. Maybe one of these days we'll get to see that work the way that it's supposed to. 
It's episode 342 on the docket, Your Honor. And at the risk of going ahead and having somebody hit us for this one, you'll be back. I know theater folks are just, oh, don't do that. All right, yeah. I know, I know, I know. Hamilton has been in my YouTube playlists for a little while now. It, it's actually got to do with all the, like, behind-the-scenes stuff with Hamilton, which, holy smoke, d- the the density <clears throat> of information in a play. Holy hell. It's it's positively, it, it's it's insane. I absolutely love it. Of course, when they took Hamilton to... Th- England and the sixth great-grandson of King George III came out there to stand on stage with the group. And the first thing that he said to his microphone was, you'll be back. The look on the production face was, um, oh no, oh no, oh no. Fortunately, he did go ahead and say, no, I'm not going to sing anymore. I know better. Thank you, sir. Anyway. Um, By the way, I like what Stephanie had to say in chat. The BBC is not left wing. And and she's right. They're really not. Right. If you think it is, it shows how far uh, to the right the USA is. Yeah. And let me, let me, let me, let me fix this because I I think that I kind of left a piece off of the, uh, off the table for that. I don't view BBC as left-wing or AP or Reuters or Al Jazeera and a number of other groups. I find them to be much more factually based. Mm -hmm. And as we know full well, reality has a liberal bias. So my point was that we don't need a left-wing, you know, group that's going to go ahead and use fear and certainty and doubt for the good of people, because I, I find that absolutely reprehensible. My point was that we've already got what the left would want, an informed public, if these people were to actually listen to these groups that are actually doing proper journalism and investigative reporting. That's that's where I was going with that, and I'm I'm sorry that yeah. that didn't come through quite correctly. No, it's cool. It's it's cool. Um. I think it's great that we did that because there are people who will hear the original statement and it won't click for them that that's where you were going with it. And it's not because they lack an education or they can't see right or whatever. We all have our reasons. Um, some people are good at remembering names. Some people are good at remembering numbers. Some people are good at remembering dates and events. Some people can't do that, but you know, you give them a piano and they can play something that will make you cry and weep and put a smile on your face at the same time. We all have what works. So one of the things I've been saying for a very long time is uh, that we need to stop yelling and start having good conversations. And what you did in your five minute was a good conversation piece starter. And we just carried through with it. So something like that is um, exactly what I'd like to see more of in people, regardless of what the topic is at hand, whether the topic's abortion, whether the topic's 
whether or not you should put Hershey's brand chocolate syrup in an egg cream versus <laughs> another brand syrup, you know, and, and there are people who would get into fights over something like that. I guarantee there's somebody out there that's gotten to a fight over something like that. Why? Because we're human and we have uh, some violent tendencies. Yeah. Um, by the way, um, just before yeah, we get to move it on over here, uh, Seeker, by the way, hi. And um, hi, Seeker. Seeker also said, nah, we just need to reinstate the fairness doctrine. That was also something that was that was said oh, yeah. by the other person I talked with. And I don't disagree with that, but I don't think that that is part of the long-term goal. To be fair, no, I'm just kidding. What I find really disgusting, though, about mm. the, the state of media in the U.S. now is that if I want reliable news of what's actually going on in the U.S., mm -hmm. I have to go to you know, the BBC or news sources in Australia or Canada to get an extra, you know, accurate take on what the hell is going on over here. Yeah. And I mean, yeah, you know, AP and Reuters are, you know, good. They're trying. That's the problem. They're I, I, trying I, really hard, but getting the official information from the actual administration is like pulling freaking teeth. Well, you can't, but it's just things have gone so far off the rails here. Uh, I mean, Fox News was bad enough, but then you, you know, throw OAN into the mix God. and Newsmax. And even MSNBC has gone way off the rails at some point. And it's like, you know, if you, if you want good network news here, forget it. You have to rely on BBC or Al Jazeera or some other source outside of the U.S. because it's gotten that bad. And what I've been doing is... Um or PBS. PBS is, is, is good for if you have to sit down and watch the news. <laughs> So what I've been doing is for a while there, I took a complete hiatus from all news because I was literally losing my mind. That's fair. Um, and when I came back to it and I started filtering and I've been looking at things and I, I wasn't filtering to hear what I wanted to hear. <clears throat> I didn't want an echo chamber. Right. I wanted facts. So what I did was um, there are some shows, uh, some news shows on MSNBC that I like and there are some that I don't like. So I went to the ones that I felt would be more news, less commentary. And I got news from them. Um, I will admit, I don't watch Fox at all, unless it's a show on Fox that I like. I cannot stand Fox News. Uh, the amount of times they've been to court for stupid things that they've done or said. And uh, to me, they are an entertainment channel, just the way their lawyers describe them. Yep. Um and, but I also, you know, Reuters, BBC, Al Jazeera English, and uh, several other ones as well. What I do try to do, though, is avoid things that are way, way out there, like the Epic Times. Okay. Epic Times? If you love conspiracy theories, you're going to love the Epic Times, and you're probably going to sit in a corner going, clowns are going to eat me, can't sleep, clowns will eat me, can't sleep, clowns will eat me, because you, your brain will turn to mush by the time they get done with you. They no, are I'm, I'm sorry. crazy. I'm sorry. I, I really don't want to go through the scanner's treatment. Thank you very much. Yeah, ex exactly. So what I did was um, I did the same thing that I have uh, taught my son how to do, and that is, okay. Here's the title. Here's the content. Now let me compare it over here. Now let me compare it over here. 
Now let me compare it over here and so on and so on and skipping the commentary parts. And this took me a while, but I grew up reading the newspaper. And one of the things that growing up and reading a newspaper in a day before the internet being popular, um, was that you had time to process the information before the next bombardment of information for the paper the next day came out. And um, if uh, anybody who's listening uh, grew up any, in any way, shape, or form like I did, you had the paper in the morning before school. And then when you got home after dinner, your folks had the news channel on. And so you got to hear some follow-up news to what was reported in the morning. So you basically had kind of news, start of your day, end of your day, and that was it. So I went back to that because I have newspapers as well. Uh, in today's digital age, I still get the paper. So I did that. And I find that right now between the paper, news in the morning, news in the evening, I can retain my sanity and stay up to date. I avoid Twitter like a plague. I don't have Facebook. You, you may think you found me on Facebook. I guarantee you it's not me. Um, and uh, I recommend a lot of other people give it a shot. Um, take this time. If you've taken off any time during this holiday season from work, uh, try it. Give yourself an allotment of one or two hours in the morning for your news and then no news for the rest of the day. And then after dinner, try it again, maybe an hour or an hour and a half. Most definitely that, that, you know, BBC and Al Jazeera definitely gained a fan, you know, in me. And this is going back to 2009, which is like a long time ago. But at the, at the point where the U.S. media completely lost me, and I'm talking about your know, broadcast media, not, you know, not the internet news stories and things like that. But I'm sure that we all remember the Arab Spring. Yep. That was a pretty big deal. And I'm sure that a lot of us will remember when the you know, government of Egypt fell. And you know, Mubarak was deposed and all that stuff. To me, that was a huge, huge deal. And what really got me was as people were in the streets in Egypt and, you know, the government was falling and, you know, all of this was going on. It took three full days before any of the media outlets here at all even mentioned it. Three days. And to me, that was a lot more important than whatever the outrage was at the time with Britney Spears. And that's all that they were covering wall to wall for th during those three days was Britney Spears. And that was CNN, MSNBC, Fox, everything. I flipped from channel to channel to channel trying to find some news on what the heck was going on in Egypt. And not a peep here. And ended up going to Al Jazeera and BBC to find out what was going on and streaming Al Jazeera to keep up with it live. And to me, that was so much more important. And at that point, that's when they lost me. At, and I haven't been back to network news since. Fair enough. Now, one I, I one thing that I will surprise everybody hereby, and I'll keep it short, is I actually read RT. 
on uh, RT is a television uh, channel, but they also do uh, some online stuff, and they're backed by Russia, believe it or not. And the yeah, reason I do it, huh? I said, yeah, it used to be called Russia Today, now it's RT. Yeah. Exactly. And oh, the reason RT. why is I, I do that for the same reason that somebody who is um, liberal, um, progressive, watches Fox to see what the other side is saying. Well. You can't get much more extreme on the other side than RT. Uh, and more importantly, so go ahead, go ahead. Yeah, you're, you're, uh, what are you calling, how do you spell that, RT? Literally, the letter R, R as in R, Romeo, R, T, R, T as in Tango. Okay, got you. <laughs> I thought you were talking about the Franco, uh, Franco-German channel called RT. No, it's, R- uh, it's RT.com. Okay, all right, thanks. And one of the nice things is, is, um, if I see something on RT.com about, let's say, um, let's say it's about Biden's son, and then I see something on MSNBC, and they're talking about the investigation, and they both have the same information, these are two really wide, different opposing publications, and they have the same uh, information. There's a really good chance that that is factual information at that point. Fair enough. Yeah. Real quickly, though. Um, Sorry about that. Man, how far Breitbart has fallen. No. <laughs> Let's just have a good laugh at that one and we'll just move it right along. Oh, man. So I did go looking up information on Rafe Badawi. There is nothing new, unfortunately. So as of the recording of tonight's show, it has now been eight years, six months, five days since Rafe was unjustly incarcerated for thought crimes. Our hopes and our thoughts are still with you and your family. We're still waiting. So with that out of the way, sounds about a good enough time to go ahead and get to the horrible scopes. If you guys are up for it, Joseph, you you good for that? You're muted, Joe. Joseph. Yeah, I was muted while I was just opening the horrible scopes. Fair enough. Just remember, you have to read yours in uh, Russian. No, No, you have to think in Russian. There's a a line there for some people. There's an Indiana Jones uh, uh, movie uh, reference there. No, the Firefox, but close enough. Oh, no, there in the Indiana Jones where he was dealing with the Russians and the Crystal Skull. Um, the lady who believed in like ESP and all that fun stuff, uh, when she was trying to do something over on Indiana Jones, she was like, we will invade your minds. You will think like us. Okay. That's a different piece entirely. So folks, here are your horrible scopes for this week. Remember, if you know what your astrological sign is, cool. Those of you that don't just make it up as you go along, roll a D12. It's all good. Those of you that don't have a D12... What are you doing Crap, with your I life? Rolled a thirteen. That's 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 like trying to set an egg to stand on its whatever. Come up with this, Aries. <laughs> Aries, you never understood why three is a magic number, so we're going to explain it to you. It's the lowest number of people you can have before the odd one out personality quirks start happening. Just watch the Blue Band Group play Drumbone, and you'll get it. Over to you, Bridget. Morris. Wearing a tinfoil hat is one thing, but have you considered a chainmail shirt? 
No one could accuse you of sneaking up on them, and if your drunk friends try to hit you with a stun gun, they'll just short it out. Put that on your holiday list. Yeah, I was actually specifically thinking about uh, mentioning about uh, tasers and law enforcement, but, uh, you know, hold off on that. Gemini, something will slip out of your hand and break your foot tomorrow. It's going to be an egg. It'll fall on your foot, break open, you'll twist to catch it, slip on the yoke, fall down, and break your foot in the process. The only way to avoid it is to just not get up and have breakfast tomorrow. Wait until at least noon and start off with lunch. Cancer Moonchild. Some people you call a pioneer. Some think you're more an Emerson. Obviously, these people are just autophile snobs. You're more a teak, and don't let them tell you any differently. Some people will understand that. Leo, that bad news you were holding off on telling someone about, yeah, they already suspected it. Just do it and get it over with. But bring a weird gift to short-circuit their mood. How about a, a deck of cards? Yeah, everyone's got them. Nobody ever gifts them. Here we go. Here's your big opportunity to prank people now that the snow has started. You know that there are plastic devices for making snow bricks and perfectly round snowballs, but did you know about the snow peeps shapers? You can surround someone's house with them, but do it right and start with yellow snow. Okay, thing. the yellow snow thing aside, I did not know that they made snow peep shapers. Yeah. That's awesome. Yeah, I, I don't know if it's official, but I, I saw it definitely being done. So uh could be the 3D maker groups. So you know, keep that in mind. That's really cool. Libra, time to be self-employed again, Libra. Since streaming is all the rage these days, how about starting a streaming service that reads all the product warning labels that no one bothers with? Start with Q-tips. Did you know that you're not supposed to clean the inside of your ear with them? It says so right on the box. If you never notice it, who knows who else hasn't? I wonder if Libra, with their streaming, they can help Virgo with the yellow snow. Uh, Clean it up with a (laughs) Q-tip. Scorpio. You need a new hobby, Scorpio. Target practice with Ballista is making your neighbors worried. Consider this. Put together a scrapbook of seemingly unrelated petty crimes, then dumping it in a parking lot of a local newspaper. Watch the local news and see what they come up with to explain it. Oh, God. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I got told that that one's got a really, really strong 4chan vibe to it. I'm sure I have absolutely no idea what they're talking about. <laughs> 4chan random. <laughs> no idea whatsoever. Sagittarius, have you ever wondered how many Peter Parkers there are in Queens, New York? There are about 14 of them around the area where the fictitious Spider-Man is supposed to live. And most of them were born after the webhead became famous. Meaning, there are a lot of parents out there who were just cruel to their kids. That's not cruel. Yes, it is. The woman naming her baby boy vagina is cruel. I am one 
Step removed from people who had twins, a boy and a girl, and they named them Luke and Leia. Moving on. Well, what about the Holder family who named their son Dick? <coughs> Na- wait, name their son what? Dick. That's just another name for Richard. Moving right along. Footloose and fat. Yeah. And I used to know a guy named Pete Moss. When I was growing up, and his name was not Peter, it was Pete, and he had no middle name. True story. Capricorn. Tell Karma, you get the message, but before it turns into an old lady beating you with her purse like an episode of Gladys Ormfby and Tyrone F. Hornley. I had butchered that. For those of you old enough to remember who that is, you should take it even more to heart. Karma's had it out for you a long time now. Now, there are some people uh, who, who don't get that reference. I will say that it's um, the first one. Gladys Umphby was portrayed by one Ruth Buzzy. Some people now know who it is that that's referring to. And then there's a bunch of people who don't, because obviously no laughter means that nobody understood. You know what? Whatever. Moving on. I, bar- I barely remember Ruth Buzzy. Sorry. <laughs> Going on. Okay. So, Aquarius, everyone knows about your engrandized sense of self. You feel like you're the star of your own movie. No, not those kinds of movies. You should really lower your ideals from being a big budget student film involving, or from it being a big budget student film involving foul mouthed homemade puppets and more of a Tommy Wiseau flick. Uh, for those of you who don't know who he is, he made the room. Strangely enough, your original version may bring you more fans. Pisces. You use expletives to describe philosophical concepts, and that's not a bad thing. Now, so long as you can accurately communicate what the hell you're trying to explain, then who gives two shits about what what words you use, right? And if people tell you that you should use more eloquent words, ask them if they understand the difference between please be quiet and go away versus oi, piss off. (laughs) I give that one two thumbs up. (laughs) I if they don't get, they can sit on both of them at the same time. Don't go away, Matt. Just go Just away. Just go away. <laughs> <laughs> nice. And those are your horrible scopes for this week. Remember, if you're looking to read them later, I'll have them posted at various locations eventually. And if you didn't like what you got, piss off. I guess I, I don't know. You can bribe us later. Maybe I don't know. Nobody ever does. So keep trying. We'll figure it out from there. So, um, it's the Yule time. It's, it's, it's the Yule time season. And, you know, there's, uh, there's a lot of different holidays going on and there's a lot of gifts that we could be looking forward to giving to folks. But one of the, one of the best gifts that I can think to give to people in general is the gift of laughter. And I'm not always good at it. The horrible scopes aside, because that's, that's really hit or miss. I, I, I know whatever but there was something that came across on facebook uh yesterday earlier today i forget what it was that had me really laughing hard it was the mention that 
in ancient Rome, someone who was struck by lightning and died was disallowed from having a funeral because obviously the gods were angry with them. So I brought this to Tiny Tribble and I, I mentioned about it and I thought, wow, this is, uh, this is really nasty. This is like, and we got to talking about it for a couple moments and got to thinking about it. Which then prompted me to say, well, no matter what, what happens if you're struck by lightning, but you lived? This now means that, A, Jupiter was super pissed off at you, but one of the other gods or goddesses are really in your corner. Two, Jupiter was really pissed off at you, but Hades couldn't be couldn't give two shits about you, so kicked you back into play. Or three, you're actually a demigod, and that's not how you kill a demigod. Or maybe you're just too poor to pay the boatman and Hades. Wow, that would suck. Yeah. Too poor to die. Just a warning shot. Uh, mm. that's good. That's a good idea. Wow, that. Mm. Yeah, that can't be a. That can't be good. That can't be a good day right there. It still can't be a good day right there. Oh, anyway. Feel for those that have been struck by lightning multiple times. Yeah, seeker. I'm. I'm. I'm with you on this one. I'm really with you on this one. But then again, I don't know how many people would have been struck by lightning multiple times in Rome back in the day. So, you know, I don't know. We shall see. They didn't have tinfoil back then. No, no, but they did have bronze. Oh. So. So bronze hats. All right. Yeah, that, that that could have worked. So, it is the holiday season. Like I said, you know, there are, oh God, how, I forgot what, what was it, like 17 different uh, holidays of some sort that are going on during the month of December? For A bunch of them. Yeah, I, I forget how many the hell it is, but it, it's, it's more than, you know, it's more than two. Oh, yeah. Because we've got Christmas, we've got Hanukkah. We've got Yule. We've got whatever the hell it is with the with the with the um the thing over in Sweden, Finland, with the uh the the goat that's eventually gonna get burned. Shit, I forgot what the hell that was. Damn it! Dallin, this is why you're supposed to be here now. Damn it. You remember. Sorry? He would know this. <clears throat> Probably. The gavel goat? Or gobble, I, I it it's the letter A that's got the two dots over it. Give it a little goat. Uh, the traditional Christmas display, and the, they set it on fire. That's probably it. Yeah, it's a Swedish. It's a Swedish Yule goat made of straw. Yeah, that's the one. Tinker, right? Um, Festivus. It's true. You know, there's Festivus fire. for the rest of us. Yep. There's there's a. Uh, let's see, Stephanie, remember 
York Cathedral being, I almost said New York, I'm sorry, York Cathedral being struck by lightning just after a controversial bishop was appointed there, and all they did was repair the damage. Yeah, because, you know, if a, if, a, if a Christian church gets struck by lightning, I mean, that's, that's either the Norse or, or the ancient Romans or the ancient Greeks. So, you know, they, they don't count. So, you know, it doesn't matter. Oh, wait. Eh, whatever. But what about Touchdown Jesus? Oh. <laughs> um, and, you know, honestly, you I, don't remember want, that one. I, do. I don't want Jesus to touch me anywhere. No, no, no. But I you mean, remember, remember Touchdown to Jesus, don't you? Ex- explain. I, I know. Please, by all means. Jesus was this really huge statue thingy that you could see. <laughs> yeah, it looked like that. They called him Touchdown Jesus because his you know arms are outstretched like he was you know trying to catch a touchdown. It was probably really creepy because you could see him like waist high coming up out of the water. And um, anyway, lightning hit him and his ass. And I think the locals used to also refer to him as Butter Jesus because he was about the color of natural churn to butter. And he didn't um, exactly have really well-defined features. It was it was very much right. like somebody kind of took a a, a a spatula to yeah. Play-Doh and, and tried a little bit, but really wasn't into it. Yeah. yeah. No, I'm going to have to I'm going to have to find the little article, but anyway, um well, the, yeah, it was the. It was the. Uh, it was creepy. King of Kings. Is is a King of Kings statue. Yes, was in Ohio. Yeah, it was sixty-two feet tall. It got struck by lightning. Uh huh. Yeah, and. <laughs> Wee. <laughs> yeah. yeah. It, it got it got it got it got torched. Mm-hmm. Yeah, the picture of him. He did look like he was trying to catch a touchdown, which is why he was called Touchdown Jesus. But anyway, yeah. yeah that was kind we'll, of- we'll, now, we'll see, here's it. here's an interesting part about it. Part of the interior was made out of flammable styrofoam. Well, it, it, it's not so much flammable so much as it will just continue to melt until there is nothing left. But the point is, is that. When you're trying to oh, yeah. make something oh, yeah. that is going to be exposed to the elements, yep. there are regulations that should be followed to ensure safety, integrity, things like that. But guess what? A lot of churches get away with not having to follow those rules. They cite religious exemptions and all sorts of shit. You should be the operative word. Right. Yeah. And by the way, uh, Felix, thank you. I forgot completely. Kwanzaa is also in there. And I, I, I feel terrible that I, I forgot about that one. I mean, <sighs> see, this is what happens. You do a live show, man. Brains eventually fall completely out of your head. Why do you think I wear these earbuds? This is to keep the brain still inside of my head. I keep pushing them in there so that they don't go falling out. Yes, I've still got. Tear ducts and nostrils. I, I know. Shut up. Yes, I lived through the 80s. I still have two nostrils. I don't have one big one from doing coke. Leave me alone. Whatever. You know, it's funny is uh, most of the pictures of the touchdown Jesus having fallen over, they laid a cross across his waist area. And all I can think to myself is, man, Jesus has got wood. That could 
be. Considering how many people are asking Jesus to touch other little kids' hearts and Jesus has got wood, there's some problems there. Yeah, these are evangelicals, not Catholics, so just say you know, one of the biggest. No, there's no difference. Eh, well, yes, there is. Yes, there is. I can prove it. No, I can prove it. I can prove it. Because the most famous Catholic big Jesus statue is the one in Brazil. Has that been struck by lightning? I'm absolutely certain of it. But has it gone up in flames? No. Why? Because it's made out of freaking rock. Yep. Smart guys. That's, you know, that's, that's, that's what happens. Yeah, there's your picture of Touchdown Jesus. Mm-hmm. <laughs> God. I told, I told you he's got wood. That <laughs> thing's as long as his waistline. Jesus is hung. Oh, God. It's got nothing to do with I'm I'm sorry. That is, if you count the arms, it's got wings. Okay. I, I will make sure that the picture is in the show notes for everybody to take a look at. But um, for- I'm sorry, but that's just hilarious. It is hilarious. D- d- uh, I'll- Actually, I'll I'll make sure that we put it into the uh, into the live chat too because if if we got to suffer through this, you're going to suffer through this. This is basically the um, theological equivalent of going to the deli counter and and finding um, olive loaf with with a face um, in the yeah. pastrami thing. Whatever. I do want to point out something that we've just done. Technically, we've all committed blasphemy just now. And I don't yeah. care. I, I don't care either that I've committed. I don't care. What I am trying to point out to our audiences that because of the fact that we live in areas where areas of the world where we actually have the freedom to speak our mind and make jokes and make things and statements and such. As long as we don't try to pass off a fact, uh, a false fact as a true fact, which depending on how you present it, you know, in marketing, you can get, uh, a, a, you know, false advertisement charges filed against you. If you put it in writing and publish it, it could be liable. If you say it on television, it could be slandered, so on and so on. But some, but that stuff aside, when I say the things that I've said about touchdown Jesus here, if we were in a theocratic uh, government, I'd be being, I would probably be brought up on charges, uh, blasphemy charges, because that hurts somebody's uh, feelings. Uh, it hurts their feelings and it hurts um, their invisible. It, it, they feel that it hurts or demeans. They're all knowing, all powerful, all wise deity. Now, the funny part about that is little old me out of shape, fat, going to die, burn in hell, all that fun stuff somehow managed to hurt the heart of the most powerful entity in known existence. According to you, mind you, uh, the believer, I'm pretty damn fucking powerful if I can hurt your God. Yeah. So, in my opinion, blasphemy laws, you're actually giving more power and authority to the blasphemers 
than your own deities. You are dumbasses. Yep. And for those of you that couldn't hear it because it, it doesn't translate into the spoken word, this is me going ahead and spitting my finger in the air because whoop-de-ding, you've got somebody that's all kinds of pissed off. If I go ahead and say, screw God, and God doesn't strike me dead, obviously, your God doesn't really much care. So you should just chill out as much as him, man. Have, have, have yourself, you know, Mary Jane is getting to be really popular these days in a lot of states. You know, man, just kick back, relax, watch a Scooby movie. You know, it's all good. And um, Seeger had also pointed out, let's not forget Krampus. Holy yeah. shit, I forget about that one. And then there is, oh, You've reminded me of one other one. It's in the Scandinavian countries. I forget which one. It's the wheel, wheel, wheel. Oh, crap. I forgot how to pronounce it. Wheel of Fortune? No. It is the, it is the skeletal head and body of the wrapping horse. They make a, they make a, a fake skeletal horse and around christmas they go around the neighborhoods they knock on the door and you have to have basically a rap battle against this horse and if you lose the horse is allowed to come into your house and drink all of your beer is this a holiday tradition? Yes, <laughs> and I can't for the life of me remember where the hell it is. Uh, I think I may have found an article on it. It's it's uh, it's Wales, isn't it? South Wales. It. I don't know. I don't remember where it is. Yes, yes, found it. It's called uh, Mary. Uh, I think. Uh, Just give me the link. Yeah, I've 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 got the link for it. Uh, but in English, it's spelled M A R I space L W Y D. Um, it's a traditional. Uh, the tradition entails the use of an eponymous horse, hobby horse, which is made from a horse's skull, so it's a real skull, mounted on a pole and carried by an individual hidden under a sackcloth, uh, so a robe or whatever. It represents a regional variation of a hooded animal. Uh, tradition that appears throughout Great Britain. Uh, apparently, the custom goes back uh, first recorded back in 1800. Uh, but the current 18? iteration has, yeah, yeah. Um, the so custom was first re recorded in 1800. <laughs> hold it, hold it. I may not I may not be a time traveler. I, I, I actually, I can neither confirm nor deny the idea that this. The the first recording of this was in the 1800s. I'm sorry. This feels like something that should have gone back a couple hundred years before that. Because, oh my God, the idea of a, a, a skeletal um, reanimated horse. Well, uh, it probably does. It was just first recorded yeah. in 1800. Okay. You know, you know. That's fair. That's fair. Um, You're right. You're yeah, right. So, but they, they, they talk about that the early tradition. Uh, it was performed at Christmas time by groups of men who would accompany a horse on its travels around the local area. 
some of those other individuals would uh, wear make uh, would uh, dress uh, as, as various characters, um, and they would request entry through the medium of song. So as music has changed over time, I could see how it's now become a rap battle. Okay, I'm trying to figure out how to pre- Oh, because it's Welsh. Yeah. Good luck with that. I'm not going to freaking try. Okay. Okay, Welsh. But they have a lot of good pictures of this thing. And I, more than likely, it, it's, uh, you know, I'm, I'm guessing there's quite a few of them. Very lvid? Prob- I'm not even going to try. Ivari. Are there any Welsh people in the audience? I don't know if I'm pronouncing it correctly. I'm I'm trying to go off of the pronunciation guide on um, Wikipedia, and I will admit, trying to read the phonetic transcription, I'm really bad at that still. But um, Ifarilwid, I'm probably butchering it. I've probably pissed off the Welsh. Um, I'm sorry. But Dude. you guys have got some of the weirdest shit. Seriously. You if, really, you really if, you, if you go to Wiki, the Wikipedia entry, they have some photographs from the early 1900s. Yeah. They're, they're, it's, um, and they're amazing. It looks great. I mean, as far as is something that's silly, uh, that that's an interesting tradition, uh, you know, and having a good time with it. I don't, I don't see anything... Uh, harmful or hateful here. No, you know? not at all. This is not a believe it or die kind of crap, or, or you're going to burn in hell crap. This is just, we're having a good time. We're doing this thing. We're doing it with this and nobody's getting hurt in the process. Go for it. Um, yeah. Apparently from what I'm seeing really quickly, it's been brought back partly for fun, but partly also for like fundraising for charity. So you know what? <laughs> cool. Man, that's great. Yeah, Stephanie was just pointing that out in chat that uh, they've been using it as a way of raising funds and having fun. Yeah. Yeah. And uh, please excuse me for just one second. <coughs> I apologize. Got a dry house. It's dry throat kind of thing. Don't don't worry. I I I don't I don't I don't have I don't I, I'm I'm not sick. Just dry is what it is. Anyway. So the things that, you know, we would otherwise be thinking about as far as to, you know, holiday seasons. Normally we would be looking at the fun things, the nice things, you know, the the try to bring a little bit of smile to, to folks. But I'm just going to go ahead and give us a, a couple of moments of, you know, Get rid of the, uh, the, the mental block on what we say over here to get away with saying, um, fuck the bell ringers. Bring out your dead. Ding, 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 ding. Different ringers, but oh. I'm pretty sure this time of the season, most people would know the bell ringers outside of the army. Exactly. You know, oh. I'm sorry. I, I, my mind was, my mind is, the, is in the gutter. So when somebody said bell ringer, I was thinking from like, you know, like Pornhub. 
Well, they've already done their own little cold job, but that's that's a whole other thing. <laughs> no, 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 there's a uh, porn actress uh, um, uh, by the name of her. Her handle is Bellringer. Oh, yeah. So when you said Bellringer, my mind went, "Why are we talking about porn?" <laughs> I mean, why not? The internet is very, very great for porn. Yeah. Well, it's, yeah. Anyway. So well, there's the there's the Coca Cola commercial. There is that. The with Santa, which kind of brings a new definition to Coke and hose. Yeah. yeah, there's there's that. My but, my grandfather would be. That wasn't a dad joke. That was a granddad joke. That's okay. Your granddad was a was a dad at one point. Yeah, yeah, pretty sure. Yeah. Anyway, sorry. It's okay. But the um, yeah, the Salvation Army. I think it's probably worth uh, kind of talking on the subject just a little bit uh, before we move on on that, because I know for well there's going to be some people who are just like um, the Salvation Army kind of helps out people in a in a in a crisis. Well, yeah, nah. They used to have a great reputation. Yeah, um, they used I heard. To. I heard from my mom, whose mother, my grandmother, rest in peace was in World War II. And we had, at some point, we had both the Red Cross and the Salvation Army overseas in Europe. And our the Salvation Army um, was giving away, giving away sandwiches and coffee and uh, blankets and all sorts of stuff to our troops. But there were points in time where the Salvation Army, or not the Salvation Army, the Red Cross might give away a cup of coffee, but then ask for money for a cookie. You know, a donation box, things like that, where the Salvation Army wasn't asking for anything. They were just coming and giving to our, to the troops. Um, and, and not just American, but, you know, European and anybody in need for that matter. Um, well, there I were- wasn't there. I wasn't there, obviously. Um, I you know, uh, um, not a lot of people alive who were there or, or the, of the people that were there, there's not a lot of them left alive. And, uh, the ones who are alive may not even have experienced that, but my grandmother did and she saw it and whether it was right or wrong, whether it was part of, uh, operating procedure or if those particular people were just doing a hustle, I don't know. Um, but you know, when I heard that, I was like, you know, okay, Salvation Army doesn't sound like a bad organization. And for the longest time, they did a lot of really good things. So I had no problems going by those Salvation Army buckets and with the people ringing the bells and dropping in not coins, but bills, because I felt this was helping. You know, and it wasn't the only thing that I was doing, but it was one thing that I did. And it was it was fun, you know, say hi to the person ringing the bell who's standing there freezing their butt off. Um, I had done similar things, just not for the Salvation Army, but for other organizations, stand out in the cold and freeze my butt off for them. So, you know, it's kind of like, hey, I understand what you're doing. I understand why you're doing it here. 
It's not all for not have a good day. And then later on, things started coming out. Skeletons started coming out of the closet. I'm going, I've been supporting this group for, I've lost count. And they're doing this shit. Oh, hell no. That hurts. Yeah. It really hurts. It does. It's very, it's, it's disappointing. It is because the, the public face, what folks see first and foremost is, you know, the, the stuff that they do that would otherwise be considered good for the public. Things like, um, well, here, uh, things like, uh, uh, disaster relief, um, In many forms, uh, you know, they would help run bl- blood drives, uh, just like the Red Cross did. You know, they did. A, they had a lot of things that were synonymous with what the Red Cross did. Yeah, and they also did other things onto the side. Yeah. So, yeah. For instance, um, shelters for homeless, disaster relief, humanitarian aid in developing countries, and charity shops. Now, these are the things that we would want there to be nice things happening for him. But of course, once you start scratching under the surface, which takes some work, that's when you start to find out about the stuff that's not so great. You know, things like um, basically shitting all over the others in the communities. Uh, Very specifically, the LGBTQIA plus communities. And I don't think I need to go any much further than that. Because if you're going to go ahead and be helpful for those who need it in some kind of familial disaster, being kicked out of your house after almost being beaten to death by abusive parents, I'm sorry. You're going to turn those people away because they clash with your religious doctrine? People who are in need of some place to be safe? It is hard for me to say anything other than piss off. I mean, if you're not helping the people who are most in need of help, what the hell is your point? You know, we didn't know at the time. And mm-hmm. now that now that it's out, you can't just turn a blind eye to it anymore. And I want to point out something else. Um, the Salvation Army was big uh, for me, a big part of my life growing up as a kid. Because we didn't have a lot of money. And we had a Salvation Army location not far from where I lived. And... Um, there were a lot of really good clothes there. I got a lot of books. I got a lot of things from the Salvation Army that were very good quality, very good condition. Um, and overall, they really did do good for the community that I was in. So when these things came out later on, it really was like getting punched by a professional, professional boxer in the gut. Um, I mean, they've been getting low grades on various, uh, calculations and ratings and such because it turns out that they take in tons of funding 
and they're spending very little on their programs. And it's like, wait a minute, isn't it usually the other way around that they're usually uh, borderline losing money hand over fist on their programs? Um, and they constantly need funding. So, you know, like for every dollar that comes in, maybe um, uh, 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 some of it's going towards the funding, uh, uh, funding of the people running the program and the rest goes into the program and the people that it's helping. You know, that's what a good charity is supposed to do. When you've got money going into the program cost for the people working it, but then they're not putting a lot of money into the program itself to assist the others. They're putting in a trickle. And then they have these huge reserve stockpiles. Well, what are you doing with those reserves? Well, we're holding on to them. Great. Holding on to money and doing nothing with it is not productive. You have to find a productive use for this stuff. Well, what's productive? Uh, helping people build homes, feeding the hungry, feed, uh, helping, helping the poor. You know, okay, sure. You know, you say that you've built emergency shelters. Is that emergency shelter up to code? No. Well, you've got a reserve. Bring it up to code. And that bothers me. Yeah, I, I completely understand that. Um, Seeker is also reminding us they're still not as bad as other churches trying to say that they help those that have fallen on hard times. It's true. It's true, but they don't. I'm I'm not excusing them by any stretch of the imagination. Want want to be clear on that? It's just a matter of that. The bell ringers are the ones who are the most visible year after year this time of the season, and it's a great scam. You think about it, and I'm saying scam as in it's 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 intended to have a very specific effect by preying on preconceptions. This time of the year, wouldn't you want to be just a little bit kinder to people who, with just your pocket change, could be helped out and assisted? It's just pocket change. You're not going to miss it. Well, you know what? You're right. It is just pocket change. I'm not really going to miss it. Okay, sure. Why not? It's the giving season. And you end up basically preying on people's better nature. And they may not necessarily know about it because, for whatever reason, you know, it happens. Not everybody knows. But once you find out, it's one of those things. The other thing is, is uh, um, for those who are listening, do not take this as any kind of call to arms as to harass the people who are ringing the bells in any way, shape, or form. Agreed. Okay. Now, if they come after you going, what, you're just going to pass? You're not going to drop a dollar in? You don't care about others? You know, if they do something like that, <laughs> which I haven't I haven't had that personal experience with one of them yet. They just kind of stand. My personal experience has been they stand there, they ring the bell. They're usually cold. They just want to stand there, ring the bell, have people donate, and have the end of their day. Um, those are the ones I've encountered. I've also encountered ones who, you know, stand there with the bell, smile on their face and wish everybody a happy holiday, Merry Christmas and all the other fun stuff. Um, and, uh, 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 so I even encountered one when I was living in New York who said happy Hanukkah to, to a guy who was wearing a yarmulke. So, I mean, that, that was actually nice to see, you know, 
Um, don't go up to them and don't engage them in that. They're not there for that. And there are quite a number of them that are there for the right reasons, regardless of what the organization is doing with the money. Okay. They really do think they're helping somebody. And in some way, shapes or form, sure they are. Is it a lesser evil compared to others? Sure. But as a person, if you want to do good, I said it before. Oh, there are homeless shelters and, you know, for, that are geared up for families, that are geared up for men, that are geared up for women. Not a lot geared up for men. That's another story, another day. But the point is that, uh, many of those shelters, you know, they need clean socks and clean underwear, clean panties, clean bras, things like that. Just go get some of the fruit of the loom stuff. You know, you really want that pocket change to go far. Get some of that stuff. Um, throw it in a shopping cart, go to the checkout, get your order, and then take it over to your local uh, shelter. If you don't know where your local shelter is, you don't know how to Google. Um, and if you can't, if, if you really want to do it the, the, the fast way, the, the, the least amount of, of, of energy input into it, almost any parking lot you go to for a grocery store or major uh, shopping center has a, uh, clothe drive charity donation bin system somewhere. And some of them even point out that they go to local groups only and even name the local groups, depending on your area, throw them in there. And tonight, and you know, maybe that day, maybe a week from now or a week, two weeks from now, there's going to be a person with a clean brand new pair of socks going, I don't know who donated it, but thank you. Yeah. And as a complete aside, really quickly, if, if there's a group in your area that you really want to be able to buy from in order to help an organization, go looking for AMVETs. You would be completely surprised what you can find at an AMVETs instead of some of these other secondhand stores. For instance, I just pulled up really quickly just to see, because we've got several AMVETs out here. Apparently, you can get an LP vinyl album, for those of you that are too young to remember what an LP is. It's called Just About Everything by a one Mr. Bob DeRoe. And I know for well, there are a bunch of people who are just going, yeah, okay. I mean, it's not like it's you know Elvis Presley or nothing. I mean, who's, who is this guy? You know Bob DeRoe. Because you know his voice. He's the guy that sang, amongst other things, most of the Schoolhouse Rock stuff. You remember uh, Three is a Magic Number? That was him. He wrote that. He sang it. That's his piece. And the fact that stuff like this shows up every once in a while is great. I mean, I can't tell you how many CDs I've got over here that I got from them for, you know, two bucks a shot. And a couple of them uh, are signed. As a matter of fact, two of them, two of them in particular, is uh, John Davidson. And another one was signed by, um, hell, I forgot what the hell his name was. Uh, the band leader uh, for Jenny Carson. 
Don't know. Uh, Doc oh, you're Se- thinking of Doc Severinsen. Doc Severinsen. So I've I've got two that were actually signed by the artists. So you know, I I, I got lucky. They didn't charge anything extra for it. It worked out that way. So I want know. to point out for those who aren't aware, AmVets is American Veterans. Yes. Uh, a- Al- Alpha. I can do this. I can do it. Don't Alpha bother. Mike don't, Victor don't, don't Echo do Tango Sierra dot org. <laughs> you know, we're not affiliated with them. All the you know, if all you're the going times to mention people, it, yeah, because because when you were saying Amvets, I was like, how do I spell that? Is it spelled the way it sounds, or is it spelled some way different? Who are they? What are what are they? And so on and so forth. So I was just like. Um, yeah, I didn't know. That's final. Yeah, we'll make sure that's in the notes too. That's fine. I'm just saying, you know, it's fair. It, it's no, it's fair. It's fair. Yeah, it's fair. And and part of the reason why I talk about you know groups like this, especially second horn, secondhand stores, you know, these guys usually get, especially groups like Amvet, they get the stuff donated to them. The you know they they pay rent for the place that they're in they they pay utilities they pay the staff may not necessarily be paying a hell of a lot but you know they're paying and you know they're basically a storehouse of stuff it's basically a giant garage sale i've said a couple of times before i would love to buy them out of the old records that they've got where you know they're old shellac records so that I could have music that is so old, it doesn't have copyright on it anymore and have my own radio station streaming service, you know, because I, I wouldn't have to pay copyrights. But, you know, it, it, it's amazing the stuff that you can find sometimes. In some cases, it's also sad because there's stuff that's like, you know, people's 50th anniversary chalices that they had made. It's a piece of uh, it's a piece of history with some of this stuff too. I'm sorry, I'm starting to get a little morose. I'm I'm just going to move along from that because that's 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 not a good place. I want it's not a place I want to be right now. Oh God, sixteen days, sixteenth day of Zapadon. Really? I didn't create it. It's on the Facebook page I that know. Bridget posted. Bridget, really? Well, it's in the post. She just posted the main page. She's muted. Really? Why'd you mute her? I didn't. I wouldn't do that. Yes, happy Zappadan, one and all. <laughs> Thank you. I'm reading this thing, and I don't get some of it, but that's it's, probably because I'm not very familiar it's, with Zappadan. It's, it's, it's niche. It's very niche. Yeah. Just leave it at that. Anyway, <laughs> whatever. You know, it's fine. Whatever. Uh, what else was there going? Oh, yes. We also have to acknowledge that Sir Isaac Newton's birthday, maybe, is coming up. Thank you. It was very nice to have you. And, well, I don't think that we can avoid the elephant in the room anymore of wonderful things that have finally come to us. This past week. 
Like? Like, um, well, part of the Senate finally said, yeah, you know what? I guess we do have to call him probably the president-elect. You know, it's fine by me. I like it when that happens. Well, I've been watching uh, Trump's Twitter feed. Uh, He's not giving up. Voluntarily watching it? Why? Uh, I don't know. Oh, that's right. You you work you work at a university. You're you're under some kind of psychological experiment, aren't you? Do you really yeah. need extra money that badly? Well, it helps with the constipation. That's a good point. I've been peeping point. in myself just to see what's going on, and it's rather concerning. Yeah, it is. Yeah, you want to talk about conspiracy theories? <sighs> yeah. I think one of my favorite things right now is the higher and higher and higher possibility that we're going to get to watch the Secret Service drag his sorry ass out. Hannibal Lecter style. Yeah. Yeah, put a mask on his face. I mean, seriously. (laughs) Now, here's the fun part. Traditionally, the outgoing president is permitted permitted to use Marine One, the helicopter, to go to the airfield and use the presidential jet, which would be, well, at that point, technically, it's still Air Force One, even though the president himself is not on it but would be allowed to use that to fly home or wherever it is that they want to go to. And last time out, President Obama was allowed to use it to go back to Chicago. He didn't stay there because he went back to D.C. for the for the kids, I think. They had to finish school. And stuff. Yeah. So, you know, they did their thing. They still went back. But You know, there's nothing that says that you have to allow that to happen. There's, there's no, there's nothing in the Constitution that says you're, that this is a thing that is done because it's in the law. So, you know. Yeah, then again, Joe doesn't exactly have the stones to do that, now does he? He normally wouldn't, but I'm going to think with all of the stuff going on that that may change. You know what I'm waiting for? I'm waiting for AOC to invite the New York State troopers to go there along with a subpoena or an arrest warrant from New York State to oversee him being arrested on the grounds of the White House at 12.01. I would very much like to see that. 
but I have lofty goals, don't I? I dream big. Media will not be permitted to see any of that, trust me. Honestly, like I said, I think it would be best if that was done without pomp and circumstance. You know, Mm -hmm. keep, keep it not quiet as in um, repressing it. You know, the news media is going to cover something uh, uh, like that, no matter what. Oh, they have Um, to, but I don't think there's going to be any video allowed. What I would like to see uh, how it handled is the press go, oh, in other news, you know, uh, uh, former President Trump uh, was brought up on, was recently had to attend a hearing uh, for citing yada, 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 and had to give testimony. And in other news, a puppy was recently saved by, you know, local youth group, youth, uh, whatever, da, 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 you know, that kind of thing. Like it's a headline, but it's a small one. And we're going to focus on the puppy being rescued from the lake instead, because it means yeah. that the news is acknowledging, yeah, it's going on. The p- people in the public need to know that it's going on, but it doesn't need to be the focus of today. Let's focus on other things like, oh, there's another new vaccine that's being tested or, oh, you know, trials on this particular vaccine have been showing more favorable. And it's been a third party testing group that has been showing uh, positive results. You know, um, so and so hospitals have been making great progress with a new therapy treatment for those who might have normally had to go on respirators. You know, let's focus on the positive stuff and whatever's going on with Trump. After the fact, sure, it needs to be there, but let's just not make it the center of attention. Yeah, he's had enough of that for four years. Yep. By the way, uh, Stephanie, I think they need to ignore him. Stephanie, I I don't know if you're going to appreciate this. Uh, Stephanie said, uh, "Oh, put him in the helicopter, then take him to a destination he does not anticipate." You know the the image that I had. The Olympic (laughs) and Take him to Waffle House. Make him eat a waffle there. The image that I had my in my head though was the end of the first uh, Superman movie, where here he is, come flying into the middle of the uh, uh, the middle of the jail grounds, and he's carrying Lex Luthor and Otis, and just you know just flies him down into the middle of it all and just drops him in there. Yeah, you know, the warden comes out here. Um, <laughs> what are you doing? What do you got here? It's like, be, be great. Just have Marine One just land inside the middle of the grounds and just, here you go. It's all yours. I saw this wonderful meme uh, where they, uh, I think it was actually Trump getting out of Air Force One or something. And somebody, he was doing some sort of victory hand pump sign. And somebody transformed the meme into him. Outside of Chuck E. Cheese. <laughs> I don't know if I can find that. Oh, God. The idea that Chuck E. Cheese is still running for takeout. And their pizza you know, is not any good. I mean, no. this is gross. I'm, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to stop you right there. When I was growing up, there was a Chuck E. Cheese near where I lived. And there was a Pizza Hut, and then there were a couple local pizza places. Now, uh, eventually, one Italian family moved in and opened up their own 
pizza place and you could either get an Italian Neapolitan, you know, an actual Italian pizza, or you could get an American pizza from them. Both were excellent. Both were amazing. And, um, yeah, because, you know, people came in and they wanted an American style pizza versus what you get over in Italy. And, uh, okay. Okay. I get, right. I get what you mean. Yeah. And they made freaking fantastic calzones. Um, God, you're making me hungry. So, um, all that aside, I've had good quality pizza, but I also like the easy to get stuff, you know, Domino's, Pizza Hut's, Papa John's, so on and so on and so on. Um, because some of them make some interesting stuff. Uh, one of them made a, a an alf, a spinach Alfredo pizza with chicken on it that was very good. Another made a cheesesteak one that was actually, surprisingly enough, tasted like a cheesesteak pizza. Um, so, so on and so forth. The Chuck E. Cheese by me. Now, I've been to other Chuck E. Cheeses, and you're right. Most of them suck. But the one that I grew up next to, I don't know what they did differently. But their pizza was actually pretty good. And so I can't say that they all sucked. Did I encounter... Uh, I, I've encountered exactly three other Chuck E. Cheeses that their pizza sucked. So in my sampling of four locations... 25% did not suck. Okay. Mm -hmm. And that was over three different states. Okay. New York, Virginia, and Maryland. Okay. Uh, folks, let's put it this way. If you need pizza and Chuck E. Cheese is nearby, just make your own. Just It'll, it'll be better that way. Just, just trust me. an idea here for people who you know I, I know a lot of people have a hard time during Christmas holidays anyway because eh, Christmas is just super depressing for a lot of people especially yeah. when they've had people die or they can't see them or just I don't know Christmas is just eh, yeah for a lot of people um, get Chinese takeout some, some of my you know some of my friends on Facebook have been you know, upset that they're not going to be able to spend, you know, time with family this year because they're being responsible and staying a lockdown, you know, from COVID. Or they may be actually sick with COVID at this time. Yeah. And all that. And some of them have had deaths in the family and just don't have the energy to do the holidays or just not in the spirit. And, you know, that is okay if you happen to be one of those people you don't have to do. Christmas right now and an idea that I would like to float to people is uh, you know there was one time a few years ago when I had so many deaths in my family that were just like you know one after another after another that started from Thanksgiving and just didn't let up and I was just too you know I, I just could not do Christmas and you know the the girls were older and all that so they understood and so what we agreed to do was postpone our celebrations until March. And so during March, we put up the tree, we did the carols, did the gift thing in March. And I had a great time with it. So, you know, if you have to delay your stuff and you feel bad about it, there is nothing wrong with putting it off until some other time next year when you're up to it and able to do it. Just have fun with it. 
You know, there's nothing that says that you have to have the family or do all the cooking and all that if you just can't. Yeah, maybe call it you know, another holiday or whatever you want to do. But, um, yeah, don't feel any pressure that you have to do anything right now. A lot of people are having a hard time. Allow yourself to have a hard time. It's, it's, it's okay to not be okay. Yeah. Um, and I'm looking. Beat your, don't beat yourself up if you're just not okay right now. A lot of us are not okay. Yeah. Uh, like I've, I've talked to several of my friends who were not okay. And they were not okay for different reasons. You know? And some things you can't help people with. So sometimes you have to ask them. What kind of friend do you need right now? Do you need the one who's just listening and you just need to let out? Do you need the one who's going to take notes and try to help you solve a problem? Do you need a friend who can just, you know, kind of you bounce ideas off of and, and hit something back and forth, you know, hit the, te- the, the virtual tennis ball back and forth? Um, there's, there's a lot of different kinds of friends you can be to a friend. It doesn't have to be for the same thing every single time. And that being said, that can be hard on you as the friend. If you need your own time, you should not be afraid to say, look, I know you need a friend right now, but I need somebody who can listen to me right now because I'm going through a tough spot and I'm not in the best mindset to be able to be the friend that you need right now. Um, can you contact one of your other buddies and see if they can do that for you? Why try to find one of my friends who can do it for me? And, you know, if your other friend doesn't understand, that's not on you. That's on the other person. Don't let them guilt trip you into being your uh, proverbial garbage bin for their problems or their punching bag. Um, because I have lost about two friendships, not over Trump, but just over expectations and not being able to, on their part to recognize boundaries. Um, boundaries that were clearly defined, mind you. And they decided to still go over those boundaries. So, you know, your mental health is important. Your physical health is important. And if you can help your friends out too in the process, by all means do it. But don't forget to take time for you. It's important. Yeah. Yeah, it is. You are to yourself one of the most important people on this planet. If you have kids and family, your rating system varies. But, you know, seriously, you are important. You all are. Everybody. To some degree, in some way, shape, or form, we're all important. Even Trump, he's a lesson. He's a walking, talking lesson. And so in some ways, yes, he's important. I want to put something into uh, perspective, even though it's not, uh, even though it's not real fun. Because we talked about this before, and it's worth mentioning to remind everybody that you don't have to get anybody anything other than 
you not being there. Daily new cases. COVID in the U.S. November 26, which was Thanksgiving. 160, do a minor rounding here. 162,000 new daily cases. Going back to yesterday's numbers, according to Worldometer, which admittedly is not the best of places to get information from, but you could do a hell of a lot worse. New cases? 190,000. New cases on a day. We told you guys about this. We knew it was going to happen. We saw what the numbers were in Canada after Thanksgiving there. We saw what happened after Halloween. We knew what was going to be happening for Thanksgiving. And we know full well this is just going to keep going, arguably worse, with the vaccinations starting, with people thinking, it's all going to be fine now, so what do I got to worry about? The numbers are on the rise here, too. Yeah. Yeah, and yeah, UK we're has uh, a, a new prevalent strain that um, they are being warned about now to where they were going to have, you know, like a, a five-day period where they could, you know, go out and be with other family during Christmas, and they've got that shut back down to one day now. Um. You know, so people in the UK are also having their stuff cut down even worse than it was. So just, I mean, hang in there. Um, I, I don't think that this, this new strain is over here yet, which is probably a good thing, but it will be. Um, yeah, but apparently it it's a lot more contagious than the original was, and it spreads a lot faster. The other thing that... Um... This has only come out within like the last couple of days that that they have, you know, found this and it's in South Africa, but it's also in the UK too. They're trying. Yeah, they're, they're trying. But, um, the other, uh, thing that I'm hearing, uh, people voice in terms of, uh, their thoughts is that, uh, with the whole mentality of the vaccines coming out, we're fine now. Um, along that lines is, is I hear is like, well, once I get the shot and we're getting back, you know, we're getting the band back together, you know, uh, now oh. not, not actually talking about a band, but, you know, getting their friends and family back together. And there was on one of the television press conferences with one of the doctors or whatever, they were pointing out that um, when you get the vaccine, even if the vaccine, whatever vaccine you get, takes full hold on you so that you are now vaccinated against COVID, it doesn't mean that you can't get it. You can still get it. But rather than being crippled by the symptoms of it, you have now become a courier. And that means you can still give it to others. Some people will get the vaccine, will be resistant to getting it, period. While others, because of their genetics, and, you know, there's no accounting who has what genetic type, um, will get the vaccine and they'll get the ability to fight it off, but they won't, but they may still contract it. And I had a relative uh, on my father's side who he'd get everything under the sun. 
but he didn't get the symptoms. His body fought it off just fine. So he didn't get the symptoms of the sneezing, the coughing, and all the other carrying on. But what he was doing is he was carrying it around and giving it to everybody else, and he didn't even know it. And it wasn't until he was one day he was at the doctor's that they tested him for something. They found out he had uh, something. I don't know what it was. They told him that he was sick. And he goes, I feel fine. I feel completely fine. I feel healthy. The only reason I'm here is because I have to be here. Uh, some kind of checkup or whatever it was. And so when they tested him, they found out that, yeah, he's basically uh, one of their worst nightmares when he was alive um, because here's a guy going around not knowing that he's potentially infecting one, ten, hundred thousand other people. And he was never a malicious person. You know, he was, didn't have a mean bone in his body. He was a good man. Did his job, stayed out of other people's lives. He was not nosy, any of that stuff. And he had no idea. But now, you know, the advances that we're making in science and technology and medicine, we're starting to have better understanding of this. So when I hear these people go, oh, I get the vaccine, we'll all be back together again. What freaking planet are you from? Yeah. And uh, Seeker and uh, Stephanie? Yeah, Typhoid Mary. Exactly. Well, in 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 some regard, yes. Typhoid Mary was a bitch. I'm sorry, no. Considering that she didn't care how many people she infected, she was a right royal cunt. I'll get ahead. I'll I'll, I'll just go ahead and I'll just t- fall on that particular uh, grenade on this one, and I'll I'll just go ahead and I'll say it. She was a right royal cunt because she did not want to stay away from everybody and keep everybody safe. She intentionally hid who the hell she was, and she kept infecting people, and she had infected less than 50 people. And she had to be intentionally, legally isolated because she she kept hurting people. See, with my relative, uh, who's, again, deceased, um... He didn't hate people. No. He, 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 the, the doctors didn't tell him to change his lifestyle either because as it was, he didn't really go out and about that much. You know, he had his hobbies at home. He tinkered in the garage. He made his own beer. He, d- he did his stuff. He had his lawn. Um, he had his shows that he liked to watch. He had his pipe and all the other stuff. He was a very happy, uh, relatively quiet person. And when he, he'd go to the grocery store when groceries were needed. He would go out and have the car worked on when the car needed. But he didn't go out just to go out like a lot of people that I know around me do. There are a lot of people I work with, a lot of people that I socialize with, that go out just because they want to go out. And right now, there's no time for that right now. This is not the time to go... I don't want to be in this room. I'm going to go to a highly populated mall and just sit there and watch people go by. Well, if you want to watch people go by, wait until the, wait until we've gotten to that point where it's safe to do so. Or maybe it'll never be safe to do so ever again with this, you know, with COVID uh, changing and everything else. But maybe we'll reach a point where the danger to others, as well as yourself, are so minimalized that we have a new norm 
and we have uh, a better understanding of how to behave in public. Because right now, from what I'm seeing, the, just from the numbers of deaths per day in this country, most people don't understand what they should and should not be doing right now when it comes to being out in public. And the really simple answer is, if you don't absolutely need to be because of work or getting supplies, don't go out in public. That is not a hard concept to grasp. might be hard to emotionally accept. And I can understand and I agree with you. It sucks donkey balls. But don't go out. If you don't need a, a gallon of milk, if you don't need toilet paper, if you don't need bread, if you don't need eggs, if you don't need that stuff, don't go to the grocery store. Okay? If you don't need to go into your office, if you can work from home but you don't like to because your internet connection is a little slower, suck it up and work from home. Yeah. Okay? Because there's a lot of people that don't have that option. And when you go out and you have the option to stay home, you're now putting those other people who don't have a choice in harm's way. Well, you're raising their risk from where it was every time you go out. And, um, you know, sometimes you can't avoid going out. Like Stephanie was saying about prescriptions. Um, our, when we first got locked down, uh, our governor in my state pointed out, is like, look, if you're not going out to get food and, and, or your medicine, don't go out. Yeah. Yeah. That's, that's, that's pretty much what, where we're at. And, yeah. um, some of those medications you have to get weekly. Some you can get a whole month, you know, it, it varies based on what you're taking and that stuff, you know, that's personal. You don't, don't need to air that stuff to people around you and all that crap, but you, you know yourself. You know what? And we can, we can narrow this down really quickly as gamers. Sooner or later, you're gonna roll a natural one. Mm -hmm. Don't roll the risk. The fewer rolls you make, the less chance you've got to roll that natural one. Cause sooner or later, the great God Murphy's gonna get you with that natural one. I, I, I do want to add quickly. Um, and, and I want to do it quickly. Uh, because I, I think I mentioned it once, but I don't remember. Um, many states have their own COVID uh, application for their cell phones, Android, iOS devices. Uh, my state has one. It's limited my state. Um, my son's, uh, where he's currently residing, his state has their own. So if I had to travel to his state, I'd have to install the one for that state too. So if you have to travel, find out if your state or any state that you have to go into or wherever you're going has those apps, install them and run them. Like mine requires uh, Bluetooth connectivity to run in the background. Uh, and because if you get it or somebody else who has the app gets it and they report it, then you'll know that you were around that person at some point. It'll help. It'll help contact tracing. It'll help you go get testing and so on and so forth. So just, you know, for those of you who have to go out, Take the extra time to do the little things. Prep an extra mask. Put it in a Ziploc bag in case you, you know your mask gets damaged. If you need to wear gloves, put on gloves. You know, 
so on and so forth. And don't just throw them on the ground in the parking lot. God damn it. Yeah. Would you please put those in the garbage can? What the hell's wrong with you? Yeah, I don't know. Whatever. We got the top of the hour, which means we got to, we got to see about, uh, roll this all up finally. Um, you know, real quickly then, uh, Seeker, how's the app going to help with so many anti-vaxxers? So uh, let's, okay, case in point, let's say a whole bunch of anti-vaxxers have, uh, are live in my state. They live in my area. They have the app installed and, um, they have their Bluetooth turned on. I have mine turned on. We go to the gro- grocery store at the same time. Two days later, they're in the hospital. They've got COVID and they run the app and they hit the button saying that they've got COVID. Eventually, I'll get a notification that I, I was in proximity to a person who had COVID. At that point, I can go to my local testing center or, or doctor's office or whatever and go, I just got a notification from the app that I was in proximity to somebody who got COVID. I need to get tested. And they'll be like, sure, let's get you taken care of. And it's either going to come out positive or negative. Now, if it comes out positive, I know that I need to get the people that I'm with tested as well. And we need to prep things. If they come out negative and I'm positive, they dodged a bullet and I need to stay the hell away from them. (laughs) You know, so that's what it does. It doesn't prevent me from getting COVID. Oh, I, uh, I think, uh, Stephanie says that she, uh, thinks that TP was referencing why would they install it? I don't know. Uh, why do any vaxxers say that they won't vaccinate anybody, but they themselves have vaccines when they, uh, why will they say they don't trust doctors, but yet when they uh, need surgery, they go see a doctor. So. Yeah. People go ahead and buy the blue pill and trust your dick to them, but you're not going to trust your kids health to them i know i know it's 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 a thing that's been going around but you know whatever exactly it's a fair point it is it's a sad point really and the little boy pill can actually kill you well let's be fair pretty much water can kill you in in water can kill you but yeah i mean if you've already got problems with you know blood pressure and heart disease and things like that yeah taking that could be kind of risky yeah But yeah. then again, you know, it's why people have ED in the first place, though, is because they've got circulation problems <laughs> with blood flow. That's why you should have a little bit of alcohol every once in a while. Just, just a little bit. Just a little bit. Just a little bit. Um, Sorry, I was just uh, taking a quick look at the calendar because I forgot. Yeah, today is the 20th, which means that next week is the 27th, which means that uh, we don't have a we don't have a, a holiday break exactly right now. So, Sorry. I cannot do the math. I, I am the dumb right now. It's, it's got nothing to do with the, with the beer, which by the way, it's waiting for it to warm up. Doesn't, doesn't help. I do good to even remember what day it is. It's true. I mean, just everything from <laughs> March to now has been just. A yeah. It's the longest 10 years of my life, man. It has been. It's even I worse. Cause my- sorry. Yeah. I miss my mom's birth first time. Mm-hmm. 25 years because these past weeks have just been a- so 
somehow I have a hard time believing that you're 25 years old. Uh, I think he's saying he's missed th- missed her birthday for the first time in 25 years. Mm. Yeah, I'm going to be big 5-0 in a few days. <sighs> Great, I'm older than he is. Right, whatever. What, you already passed that line? Shut up! Yes. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Okay, sorry. And, and me too. Yeah, but like, you're old and washed up. It doesn't matter. I'm the I'm. you know... This is true. I am. Just keep on with the, the third. Notice the tech is being really quiet about this whole damn thing, sitting over there at the kids' table. That's great. Yeah. Thank you. Yeah. Just don't even start. I was it. just chatting a little bit with Dune. Okay, I thought uh, I was going to tell you to get off my lawn. <laughs> no. Your lawn right Why now. Why would you tell me to get off the lawn if I'm the one mowing it? Seriously, think about that for a second. You kids, get off my lawn. We're mowing it for you, old man. <laughs> you know what? No. No, no. seriously. Um, no, it's, it's, in, it's... in New York, I had a rear, a, a two, two-wheeled uh, snowblower that had the, um, the kind of like the drill blades Auger. to it. Auger. Yeah, uh, c- c- yeah, like a sideways auger um, that cut through the snow like knife through butter. And the dr- the wheels actually were uh, driven, you know, motor driven. So it, had, it could get through just about damn near everything. I was doing one guy's driveway as a courtesy. I wasn't charging anybody because we got hit with a blizzard. And this was back in the mid-90s. And I think you know exactly which blizzard I'm talking about. Oh, I remember that one. Yeah, I do too. I built tunnels in the yards for days with the, uh, uh, just with me and my dog. It was great. Uh, anyway, I blew out, I was blowing out people's driveways for free. I wasn't charging anybody anything. Now, some people came out and handed me a $20 bill. Some people handed me a $10 bill. One lady gave me a uh, hot chocolate and cookies. That was great. I, I think that was better than the money because she made really good cookies. Um, and, one guy told me to get the hell out of his driveway. I was halfway done. I was almost to his car. My dad told me not to argue with adults. I, I got the hell out of his driveway. And some of the snow that had been blown out into the street and the path that I cleared, I needed to clear it to get out. So I blew it right back into his driveway. <laughs> it's like, clean that up. And it's like, I already did. You told me to get out. <laughs> I just went on to the next driveway. He was pissed. Chaka no want no help. Chaka no get no help. And here's the thing. That that guy was angry. He didn't like anybody to begin with. I was trying to be nice and no good deed goes unpunished, but eh, whatever the hell. Yeah. You know, I don't live there anymore. No worries. So since we've got to get out of here, uh, we'll kind of wrap this really quickly. Joseph, you're muted at the moment. I don't know if you're there or not. You're, you are there. Good. Uh, any any last item that you want to do? Because you, you've been relatively quiet tonight. Well, yeah. Um, well, I'm here. No, that's that's, uh, that's that's good, and I'm I'm very glad for that. Of course. Not much. No, none, nothing to add, really. Just uh, just everybody stay safe. What you do. Be responsible. And, yeah, take care of them. Or you, in there. You know what? Um, 
I, I think you would you would agree with me. If uh, if folks are going to go ahead and uh, buy anything, can you can actually see me on your screen, right, Joseph? Yeah, yeah. yeah. I think people should uh, should uh, buy each other one of these. Wouldn't, wouldn't you think? Yeah, I, I've got a drawer full of. Okay, well you can you can you can feed the world, yeah. feed the world, whatever. It's, it's a it's a bottle opener. It's it's a, they, yeah, they, it's a corkscrew because yeah. they they call those um, amis de garçon, and here a garçon is basically a waiter, so a waiter's friend. That makes sense. Makes perfect sense. So, thank you. And uh, since we're not going to get to see you until after. Christmas proper. Enjoy. However it's going to be for you, man. You take good care of yourself, huh? Yeah, you too, sir. Bridget, I'm going to get to you in a minute, but I want you to be ready for it, because I know I know that you have a hard time with this attack. What last item you got? Um, You know, all the stuff that we've needed to say, in my opinion, uh, regarding pandemic processes, mental health, things like that. We, we could go on and on for days about it and just constantly hit on something new as well as something old. So instead of hitting on any of that, I want to say to you, the, the, the general populace who may be listening, you matter. You matter to somebody somewhere, whether they're right next to you or halfway across the world. You're important. Um, you might not be important enough to be hold political office, but in some way, shape or form, you're important. And I wish that you take care of yourselves, whatever that entails. And I wish you well. Thank you, man. And right back at you. I really do hope that uh, things work out well for you with the little one too. Cause you know, we know he understands. We talked, Good. um, we still have our means of communication. He doesn't like it. I don't like it, but it's the needful. Mm-hmm. And the fact that he's as young as he is and he understands the difference between what he wants versus what needs to get done and how he's responded to that. I look at adults and I go, what's your freaking excuse for your public break meltdown? Mm-hmm. You've done well then, man. Parent yeah. to parent, you've done well. Thank you. That actually means a lot coming from you. No so, that means a lot to me when I hear it coming from you. That really does. No worries. Bridget, what last do you have for everybody, for yourself? Well, <clears throat> Just a couple of things, um, you know, however you choose to celebrate a holiday, you know, just if you choose to celebrate it, then, uh, you know, do so carefully, be safe. And I'm going to borrow something from Becky Friedman that she had posted on Facebook a couple of days ago that, you know, people are having a hard time right now. They're stressed and you know, if it takes a pair of warm, fuzzy socks to make you feel better, or you want to sleep with the giant stuffed animal to feel better, or big pillow, or, you know, a fluffy robe, anything like that, there's no shame in it. Who cares if you're 30, 40, 50 years old? You know, 
if you need something comfortable, snuggle, you know, no shame. Do it. And I say she's reaching down for something. I was you gifted know. this a while ago. Oh, yes. It, Is that a like a a cat corn? A, a kitty it, corn? It it is a uh it is a square version of the Pony? vital scratch otherwise known as DJ Pon 3 that was uh, given to me by uh, a friend of mine who's up Toronto way as a matter of fact so this is like a a, a square pusheen kind of looking oh mlp oh when Go. you say okay um yeah there's those yeah. vinyl cube head things for different things and that's a plushie of the okay, I know what you're talking about. Yeah, that's pretty cool. Yes, of of of, uh, of vinyl scratch. Yes, it's a it's a My Little Pony thing. Shut up. No, 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 no. I was not talking you, about the you, vinyl thing. In, 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 in. Oh. I mean, um, I personally have a big fuzzy purple blanket, and I have some unicorn fluffy slippers and a body pillow. So yeah, I mean, yeah, comfort yourself if that's what it, it, it takes to you know get you through. Then do it. And um, for me, nobody likes this. Nobody likes where we have to be. We're social creatures. We want to be together. We miss being able to actually hold somebody, hold a hand, have a hug, kiss a forehead, you know. We miss out on this. Nobody wants to have to go through this, but there are certain pieces that you can do to help, to make it not as bad as it could otherwise be. Yeah, get a, get a big pillow. If, if I'm going to go ahead and drop names because it's the holiday season, you want a body pillow and you like cartoon characters? Go over to Luna Shines. They've supported me and I've supported them and they've got a whole bunch of My Little Pony stuff. Yes, I know. I know. Just go with it for a minute. You want to do something uh, a little bit more culinary, perhaps? You know, dark bunny sauces. They're on the other side of the border. You know, we've had interactions with them. I know, you know, I, I know them personally. So, you know, it's good people. There are, there are plenty of local shops that are having a hard time of it. There's a lot of people having a really hard time of it, and we know it. And the governments, specifically in this country, are doing jack shit. It's hard to get through some of this stuff, and we know it. But keep reminding you. We're going to do our best to be here for you. It may not be a lot. It may not always be what you want. But we're hoping, we're really hoping that it's at least something that you need. If you're lucky enough to be able to spend just a little bit extra on something that's going to make you feel a little bit better. Personally, 
you know, I refuse to go the holiday season without shrimp. You know, think of frozen shrimp, an extra 20, 25 bucks because, you know, I'm, I'm lucky enough to be able to do that. Yeah, I got the hard drives for, you know, setting up in, in my computer downstairs. Yeah, that's, that's a big outlay. I, I will admit it. But you want to know what's going to be really happy? I found out that Nintendo still sells replacement batteries for the 3DS. Uh-huh. Uh-huh. And I ordered one for Tiny Tribbles because he's had it for a very long time. And if I can get that up and running for him again, it's kind of, kind of going to be like Christmas all over again. Like the time that he actually took the measurements of the damn box and figured out that I had bought a Wii U for him one year. And he didn't want to believe it because it matched the dimensions too perfectly. It's something when you can actually have a good smile. He's a smart kid. You done good. For all of you. Whatever it is that you celebrate, in any name, doesn't matter what brand it is. Please, may the season be safe and healthy for you and yours. And we will do our best for it to be for us as well. So with that, it's time to go ahead and say goodnight. Thank you very much for being with us, everybody. We hope that you found something worthwhile at all of our perspectives and got something to think about for the week ahead. Thank you, everybody, for being with us tonight. Over on the chat, Seeker, Felis, Stephanie, thank you guys so very much. You guys take care of yourselves, please. Please be very careful. Joseph, a good week to you. Happy holiday, festive Yule, and of course, be safe. Uh, I think he had to step, step away. I think he said, be right I missed back. that then. Okay. Yeah. Well, I'll get him really quickly when he gets back, I suppose then. Bridget, I'm, I'm going a little different only because I'm circulating on, on my screen at the moment. Bridget, you also, festive Yule, stay safe and thank you. Uh, you're welcome, and fuck Mike Pence, and fuck Trump, and fuck Sidney Powell, and Michael Flynn, and just so many other people. And those 126 assholes in the GOP that are, like, trying to help orchestrate a coup, fuck them, too. 162 plus 18 states plus one president. Plus one president, yes. You know... You know, and All really, really quickly to go along with that, um, did I hear correctly that somebody who is in charge of security over there at the White House ended up with the disease and ended up losing a foot because of it? Uh, yes. Yes, he, he actually lost like a toe on one foot and then he lost like the foot and lower leg on the other side. So, yes. Yeah. Because of COVID. Yeah. But of course, you know, it's, it's nothing. It's only the flu. 
And and uh, my understanding is that he has a GoFundMe set up, or someone has set up a GoFundMe to help cover the massive costs, not only due to you know what insurance won't cover, but you know mods to his house, you know for you know yeah. uh, access and in bathroom and all that other stuff. So yeah, yeah, government insurance, no less. Yeah, Think but I mean, security people don't make that whole hell of a lot either. Yeah, well. But yeah, he, I mean, he's got insurance, but he's you know, he's still going to have to have accommodations and things like that for disabled, you know, uh, access to his house and things like that. So yeah, he's screwed. There's that. Tech, you too, Festive Yule. Happy Saturnalia. And, um, you, 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 you have yourself a great time at the, at the, um, wine and grape orgies as the season comes around to it all, I guess. Dude, I have never been, uh, the, the, the guy that somebody looks and goes, he should be invited to an orgy. <laughs> so, uh, well, probably yeah. for, for good reason. And it's probably a good reason that's never happened, especially during the middle of a pandemic. That's um, good point. yeah. Uh, those of you who are planning an orgy, this pandemic, I, 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 respectfully request that you reconsider wait till later there, yeah, even, there's yeah even, yeah even health and human services said you know glory holes even nah probably it's not, not such a good idea not yeah. yeah they it, it, they actually did they actually did yeah <laughs> i'm yes. sorry it's just yeah it's it's not a good idea i mean we no. don't no. we don't semen <laughs> but we do know that that urine does you know, have it, and so do feces, and so yeah, just yeah, um, yeah. I'm not trying to uh, keep shame, just be careful. Just be careful. Fair enough. Tech, yeah. though, seriously, and, yeah. and and yeah, you too. And uh, for those of us who are going out and and um, shoveling snow, um, be the careful. Same symptoms where your toes get swollen and red from being cold, exposed to cold air and cold things like that. Those are the same symptoms that people who uh, some people who have been getting COVID who ended up losing their toe have been getting so if you get those symptoms it's not nothing to be ashamed about call a doctor and you know maybe go get tested for covid because it might not just be the cold exposure it might uh, be COVID. other thing too a lot of people have been a lot more sedentary being on lockdown and things like that due to COVID. So if you like all of a sudden go out and start shoveling snow and you've been sedentary, be very careful because if you overexert yourself, um, you don't want to drop dead with a heart attack. I'm just I, I was just gonna say you could give yourself a heart attack. I've been yes, very sedentary. Do. Uh so one of the things that I do is I've actually set an alarm for myself every hour on the hour I get up and I walk up and down a flight of stairs. Um and I do so while holding on to the hand railing. And I do so slowly. I don't run up and down the stairs to get it over with. I take my coffee mug or I take my water mug. I've been drinking two liters of water every day. Um, I have, I limit myself to one full coffee cup of coffee. Granted, mine is stronger. So maybe you can get away with two, but, um, you know, listen to your body. If you're getting pain somewhere, if you're, uh, whatever the case might be, call your doctor. That's what they're there for. And Teladoc is all over the place now. Check with your insurance provider if you have insurance. It may include Teladoc. Mine did. I have to, I have to pay three extra bucks a month for it. Uh, but, um, actually, as far as telemedicine and things like that go, 
um, CMS, that's the, you know, the Center for Medicare Services, did pass government mandates, and I'm not sure how long that they will last, but if you have an ACA-compliant plan, which, you know, most commercial plans that you get through exchange are ACA-compliant, telemedicine has to be covered by government mandate by your carrier. And if they try to tell you that they're not, they're full of shit because likely they have to until CMS decides otherwise. But, of course, don't just take our word for it. <laughs> well, just you can you can Google the reg yourself if you want to go to CMS.gov. And read for yourself. Yeah, don't it's don't there. don't take medical legal medical med, don't take medical advice from a podcast. But as far as the government regulation stuff, yes, it's out there on the internet, and the government did say that that the insurance carriers can and must cover telemedicine. Um, they did extend it to the end of the year. It'll probably be extended longer. So if your carrier says they don't cover it, um, now if you happen to have a junk policy, then they probably don't have to. But if you have just a standard commercial plan or you have a Medicare or a Medicaid or anything like that, then um, yes, by law, right now it is covered. Take advantage of it. Fair enough. Uh, since Joseph is still not here at the moment, I will say on his behalf, everyone, please have a good, safe holiday wherever you are. Um Just thank you for being with us. On behalf of uh, Dellen and Joe, of course, we all wish you, of course, the very best holiday season possible. Please stay safe. If you'd like to be checking out the audio version of the podcast, Dellen will have that whenever he gets around to it, because, you know, it's a thing. And if you happen to know of a group that needs a voice to do voiceover work, Dellen is... More than happy to entertain stuff. Just keep that in mind. You can contact them through the website, which is, of course, holycrapthevlogcast.com. The voice version is available over there as the podcast. And the voice line, if you'd like to leave us a message, feel free, is 859-HCTV-554, 859-428-554. On behalf of us all, I know Christmas is not the end-all be-all for the season. There's a lot of stuff going on now. Please be safe. Take your time. Don't get stressed out. If you have to be out, please remember the people that you're interacting with who were helping by selling you stuff, by making food for you to take home, providing whatever service. They're dealing with everybody else who's stressed out too, and they are just as well. Take your time. Be nice. Be gentle. God damn it. Tip people. Most of all, remember, as hard as it is for me to use the word, you are loved. You are cared for. You're cared about. And we'll be here for you. So, until next week, until the next time we get together, as always, I wish you the peace I no longer have. I wish you the strength that I've learned. I wish you well. 
peace and long life. Live long and prosper, my lady. Fifteen and a half years on, I am still in love. Matane Fujin, I love you. I miss you. Dream of me. Until the next time we get together, everyone, as always, good night. You've been listening to Holy Crap, the Vlogcast. Feel free to leave a comment at the show's website at holycrapthevlogcast.com, where you'll also find links to our Facebook, YouTube, and Twitter pages. Theme music is Twisted by Kevin McLeod, available at incompetech.com. And on behalf of all of us here, thank you for listening.